Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We have a very special interview for you tonight. Beth Ann Nichols, senior writer from Golf Week, joins us and to discuss her most recent article about distance and the women's game. Really hope you enjoy it. All right, joining me today is someone that has the entire golf world a Twitter with her most recent article, uh, senior writer from Golf Week, Beth Ann Nichols. Beth Ann, thanks for joining me. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about this. <laughs> yes. Well, you can't put uh, quotes from Division Three golf coaches in your article and not expect at least one call from me. That, that's that's how Perfect. that's how that's going to work. So, first of all, thank you for writing the article. I, I can't imagine how much time you put into it. Um, but I, the my first question is kind of what was the inspiration, or where did you get inspired to write the article? Yeah. So, believe it or not. Um, probably more from college golf because because the men and women are playing back to back in division one and, and have for some time now and nothing upset me more than to watch these women go to, go first right and be the guinea pig and 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 in some cases have the worst rounds of their year you know and it's like what are what are we doing like why are the top D1 players shooting 90? You know, what, why is the setup so bad, you know? And so, you know, you're picking a hard golf course to begin with. It's the national championship. You want it to be a test. You want it to separate. Those are all important things, but you want it to be fair. And so, you know, it just, it really frustrated me that, 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 you know, concession straight out of the gate, you know, the women are 40 over the winning team USC and, and, and the men come in the next week and they're 11 over. And we all know how hard concession is everybody. And if you didn't, you do now, cause you just watched it at the WGC Yeah, and, and it's called concussion for a reason, but, but there were just some ridiculous things that happened at the women's championship. And, 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 you know, it just, it really bothered me. And then I, you know, we, when, on the LPGA, you know, obviously this, this is a, a frequent conversation and a major championships, you know, playing 6,800 yards and, 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 and in many cases, the inability to pivot when the weather's bad. And then all of a sudden, you know, nothing changes. And, and players are like, what are we doing? Like, you know, top LPJ players can't reach a par four and two, we've got a problem, you know? Yeah. So um, it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And to be honest with you, it wasn't until I got into this project that I realized how much I personally was impacted in division two and how mentally how it I didn't even realize what was happening really. And now when I look back on it, I'm like, well, no wonder I was in so many bunkers. But <laughs> like, yeah. I think back, I was like, I was going in with a seven wood and a five wood. And if I could hit the green, I couldn't hold it. So I'm in the back bunker or, or, or I couldn't get a high enough and I'm in the front bunker. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, like, what are we doing? So anyway, yeah. so that's, that's a long winded version, but that's, that's just basically how I got into it. So when the boss said, you know, what's the one thing you've been wanting to write about for a long time, you know, this was it because it's something that, you know, it, it'll come up at a tournament. I'm like, not again, you know, and, and, but, but I knew how much time it would take to put all the information together. And so, you know, I just had to make, make that decision that this is it. Now's the time. <laughs> well, I mean, congratulations. Cause it's, I think it's having the impact that you wanted. 
I've, I've seen Absolutely. you on, I've seen you on Golf Channel pretty much for the last two days constantly. I saw a really nice breakdown uh, without you on there, unfortunately, but it was still a really great breakdown of everybody else talking about it. So, uh, look, you have our full support as somebody who has put on tournaments and uh, and and really driven tournaments and and hung out with a lot of ladies golfers. I couldn't agree more with your perspective. Um, now, to your comment. I guess there's no excuse for how many bunkers I was in, but <laughs> there were a lot of bad shots too. But well, you know, <laughs> we actually worked on that. But but back to kind of your article, I, I really loved to see you know some of your work with um, you know Coach Rogers from Carnegie Mellon, who I know had put together a bunch of data, and Coach Jim Owen, who we just had on the podcast recently. Um, talk about how you got involved with them. And first of all, let me apologize because. Some of them can talk for a long time, but I, I know that you, you know a lot of those people. But how did you how did that kind of come about in the article? Yeah. So I have to credit my my colleague, Julie, Julie Williams Guthrie, um, who said, you know, you know, you need to call Jim because he's you know, I, I know they're, they're talking about this on D3 and they're trying they're trying to make a change. And and so. So I did. And, and, and Jim was fantastic, of course. And then, and then, you know, he sent me on to Carnegie Mellon and, and, and what an amazing amount of data that, that Dan Rogers had put together uh, mm -hmm. to make his case. And it, and, you know, I actually, I, I printed some of it out. I have to put my glasses on so I can read it, but that's all right. We're only doing was, the audio. I mean, just absolutely. I mean, fantastic and terrible all at the same time right because it paints such a clear picture of the problem but you know in, in number format but but also just like how did we let it go this long you know i mean so anyways i mean the the, the basic numbers here number of rounds under par in d3 women's golf this is in 2018-19 two this is for the team mm -hmm. and 159 for the men yep and then we go to rounds of under 300, which is an important benchmark in college Absolutely. golf for a lot of teams. And you have 31 for the women and 1,061 for the men. And that, I mean, that, that makes, to, to quote Brandel Chambly, that makes my blood boil. Like yep. th there's not that big of a difference in skill. This is not about skill, you know, which brings me to my favorite quote in the story which I wrote down on my notepad here so I could, I could give him full credit, which is Jim Owen. And, and he says, of course, he's the director of men's and women's golf at Oglethorpe. He says, all of a sudden we brought the game back to what I call a skill level instead of a physical level. And that is the nail on the head right there. Because, mm -hmm. you know, in, in earlier in the piece, he said, you know, my players can't break 85 because they can't reach for the par fours in, in regulation. They can't yep. reach any of the par fives in two, you know, it's, it's a, it just seems like an arbitrary number, 5,800 yards. Like how did we arrive at that number? Why are we at that number? <laughs> yeah. And, and look, if you look on golf stat, there's some really good details in there about the requirements that you have to have. And it says, okay, for the women, it's 5,800. And that's it. That's all it says. There's nothing else. And this is for the men. Well, it's, 6,100 for a par 70. It's this like, wait a minute, where's the par numbers for the ladies? I mean, right. And I know that when we try to pick good, when we've had good tournaments for the ladies is when we've been very strategic about the golf courses we've been able to pick and the longer holes, if we can get them downhill or mm -hmm. proverbially a downwind, 
but but coach is right i know i've we've been to a lot of tournaments where it's like all right let, let's hope we can get a couple under 80 and it's like and, and i can tell you we take them out on practice rounds we put them at an appropriate distance and ladies shoot 74 75 in a blink of an eye i did a little research of my own just from this year in golf stat rankings uh if if you shoot if your team average score is 75 in like for your individual average score in the men's and division three that gets you about 14th in the country that's really good playing right 70, 75 on the women's side would get you second yeah and and number one right now is redlands and they don't have a whole lot of tournaments in them and if they have one more tournament that goes along this way, that's probably number one. If you have a stroke average under 80, you're in the top 10. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and here's the thing for me, from a Division Three perspective, we're not churning out LPGA pros left and right. Right. Okay. Exactly. So it's got to be a little bit about love for the game, enjoyment for the game. I mean, and honestly, you know, once you kind of get away from the, a handful of the top elite teams, most of the players that play three to five and anybody that's six or seven, they're not breaking 85. Mm. And that's just not enjoyable. And, not. and you try to build that out, you know, and I see it leak into junior girls. I've seen it leak into even at my club where, you know, there we have a, a really nice uh, fourth hole with as a, it's a long par four with a force carry and the ladies hate it because they can't hit it far enough to get it close enough to hit to make the force carry. Mm -hmm. And I've argued, look, we're not going to move the water. We, uh, but the next hole is a par five, right? Because, you know, we're a privately owned club, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> what I've said is move it back and make it a par five. So there's some risk reward for like the college girls who play. Right. And that, and then make the next hole, build a forward tee and just make that a, a slightly uphill par four. And it would be just fine. And so I, I just think that we kind of have this blatant one rule for everything. And, and that makes no sense. So I'm so happy that next year in division three, that we're going to get a 200 yard, you know, decrease in that 5,800 number. And I know I, I've heard the, well, two, what's 200 yards, Mike, but 200 yards makes a big difference. I don't know oh, if you had a sure. chance to think about that. Oh, for sure. And I, and I, and I want one other thing when you were talking about that earlier in terms of par, but I, I just think about conditions, you know, and I, and for the LPGA, I'm in, in top level golf, you know, the VOA, the volunteers of America event in Dallas typically played either in this, it's been all over the map, but it's been in the summer. It's been in the fall last year because of COVID it was moved to, to December and, and the players were so upset that the setup didn't change. I mean, it was like 36 degrees, 37 degrees outside different wins the cut was eight over mm. the cut in an lpga event was eight over and so to your point you know there needs to be an adjustment you're, you're playing in soft conditions in the spring you know it's it's wet you know you've had a thunderstorm whatever the case may be 5800 is not gonna play 5800 you know yeah, and i mean it was already too long and now you've made it like over six thousand yards you know right and i mean I'll, I could take you down to Pinehurst to put you on a 5,400 course and you'd be like, whoa, this is everything I got right here. Right. Uh, but that's the other thing about college golf. We don't play college golf in the summer. Right. It's, it's in the spring and the fall. And, and that's where I, I go like, okay, look, I, I could get away with, hey, it's the summer. It's hot. It's baked out. You know, I, there's a lot of courses that I have played that I played in college and then went back for like a summer event. 
it was like, oh my gosh, this is a totally different golf course. I didn't have to hit driver like three times, whereas the last one I was like, swing and hit as hard as you can because it's not going to roll anywhere. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Dan was saying that that so he collected all of this data for, throughout all of of Division three, and and basically on average the the men are hitting you know eight or nine iron in and and the and the women are hitting six iron in or higher you know hybrids all day long you know and it's like into par fours and it's like well that is a massive difference in in what their second shots are i mean that and that and that's what i think has been eye-opening for a lot of people because they they can they concern themselves so much with well, we, we want to get our tee shot in the same area. So you tee off a little bit, you know, in front of me and I'll, I'll play the blues and you play the whites and we'll end up in about the same spot. But then mm-hmm. we're not hitting the same club in on our second shot. So it's been funny, funny, not haha. It's been, it's been right. exciting, but then also kind of like, wow. How funny, many uh-oh. People, That's right. Yeah. Have people have been like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> like this, this is, I never thought of it that way before, you know? And so. So I just, I just think for a lot of people, unless, unless you've been in those shoes, you're not really giving it a lot of thought, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the greatest one that we've always had is where we have the, the men's and women's events together. And that doesn't happen a lot at the, mm-hmm. at the bigger, you know, the division one level and probably not even as much as the division two level, but on division three, we have mixed fields very often where it's like, look, the women start on the back nine, the men are starting over here. Cause you know, we, we don't, we don't have the budgets and this and that. And yeah. so um, it is nice when we get bigger tournaments. Um, so like recently in division three, we had Savannah, uh, the Savannah Invitational hosted by Barry college, men and women together, but on different golf courses. Um, you know, this week uh, and down at Jekyll Island, uh, Jim Owens tournament, same, same area, but different golf courses. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can afford to do that. We can get, okay. It's not the same setup. Um, so you can go, all right, you can sneak in some yardage here and there. And I mean, I know we've spent we would normally spend more time on the ladies events because we were trying to figure out how do we make this to where it's, it's going to be a good test, but a fair, fair test. And sometimes we just couldn't, we were like, I don't know how many yards we at. And that's literally what we were having to think, which I was appalled. That's so sad, you know, that you have to, I mean, it, it, you're not, you're not playing the course the way it was designed that way. And that's been sort of the whole, you know, theme throughout this is if it, if the par five was set up to be a three shot hole, so be it. You know, if you, if you want to make it a reachable par five, make it genuinely reachable, you know, and if, if the par four or the par three, the, the green is designed to receive a, a pitching wedge, then make sure the player has, has a wedge in their hand and not coming in with a hybrid. <laughs> you, know? you know, there's a, there's a lot of times though, um, as somebody who has a junior golfer now, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't cut, they don't cut a fairway. So wh- there's no fairway to put them in like in par fours and par fives. That's easy. But when it comes to par threes, it's like, well, this is as forward as a tease we have. And I've run into that in, in, yeah. you know, setting up women's tournaments too. And I think that's just something like, it's like, Hey, can we just, can you mow right here? Cause if you just mow here for, for a right. couple of days, we're here for three days, just mow right, right here. Give me a right. strip. I need two club lengths worth. Right. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's the same thing. And, you know, going back to the, the, the distance change for division three, we're talking about 200 yards. This is not making every hole a drivable par four. Like, you know, we're we're trying to get the four or five holes that cause the problems resolved. And I think as you go up in skill level, I think that's, you know, where you get to see the, now we take it from, we get it within reason to now we can make it more exciting. Right, right. You know, I, I think about some of the, the most, most famous holes that we talk about. 17 at Sawgrass. It's 130-something yards. That's not get out your hybrid and hit it on the island green. Like, okay, right. but, but for, you know, one of my, you know, lady golfers, that they're from 134 yards. That's a different club. And, um, you know, I, I look at Augusta National, like, those par fives, yeah, it's wet and it's slow and you can't roll it down that hill. It, yeah, it plays pretty tough. Uh, but those, those courses are designed to have the risk reward. And I think that's where, from a LPGA perspective, I, I thought you've been spot on, which is, and I, there's been some really nice Twitter, Twitter activity today from several of the LPGA pros saying, look, just make, we, we don't want it every day, but Hey, one day put it up and, and yeah, one day put it back. And, and we, you know, they do that on the, on the men's tour where if you look at Sawgrass, um, what, what hole was it? Tw- uh, was it 12? I think they played up. Um, I think it was, but it was yeah. one, it, it was back Thursday and Friday. It was up Saturday and Sunday. And now of course they had a big backup. We'll put, um, but you know, the same thing they did at, um, the most the, the first first tournament of the year for the ladies were 17 was a drivable par four. That, yeah, that nine, was really exciting. Yeah, it was I'm just looking up on my phone. Maria Fossi's tweet was my my favorite from today. And I'm gonna read it because Maria Fossi is one of the longest players in women's golf, period. And she says, short does not mean easy in all capital letters on the easy. You can have a short hole be the hardest on the course simply by changing the pin position. All we ask for is variety and risk reward holes during all four rounds. Let us have fun and really showcase our talent. We won't disappoint. And I thought, exactly. You know, I mean, people think that this is all about making it easy, you know, and, and, and that's, that's not, that's not what we're trying to, to say here. And, and so I love that a, a bomber, <laughs> you right. know, says, you know, look, and, and, and uh, to your point about Augusta national, you know, for the women at the Augusta national women's amateur in 2019, the shot of the tournament was cup Joe on, on number 13, hitting 13. that hybrid. I mean, it was yeah. phenomenal and, and everybody's still talking about it. And if they don't set up that hole to where she has a chance to go for it, we have a completely different golf tournament. Right. If they don't set it up, if they put them on the back tees and they're not going to be able to hit it around the corner, which means they're going to exactly. have to lay it up. And we're watching wedges into that green that yes, you can do that. Zach Johnson proved that, but, but the exciting part about 13 and I've been lucky enough to be to the masters five times. The exciting part is they've got a three or four iron or a hybrid or something in their hand and they're going to hit it on this green in two. Yeah, that's exactly. fun for people to watch. And so I, I just think the, the, the article is great. And I was just so tickled to have uh, some D3 <laughs> mentions in there. And so I, 
I had to have you on and, and do a little bit. Now you were a player too, right? I, you were. A yeah, I, I played. I played Division Two uh, a few days ago at Florida Southern. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I I will say that I love that D three is is leading the way on this, right? I mean, and and that that's the way I'm looking at it, and I I love the fact that you know are saying, look, this that this needs to change, or you know, the statistics bear it out. And, 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 and this is about having fun. And it's the same message the LP, LPGA players are saying. They want to have more fun. They don't want it to be boring and tedious and a grind, you know? And, and, it, and it shouldn't be for, for anyone, whether you're playing D3 golf and you want to go on and, and play the rest of your life. And the last thing I want to happen is somebody, you know, loves the game in high school, eats it up, gets to college, place from a thousand yards longer and is like, oh my gosh, you know, this is, I don't love this game anymore. You know, that's the last thing you want to happen. Yeah. I, I love a good, hard play it from the back tips, you know, stick to, you know, uh, greenskeepers revenge day more than anybody. <laughs> right. Cause, cause those of us that played in college are like, yeah, this is what we're used to. You know, yeah. a lot of people who don't have that don't realize that, you know, when you the jump from high school to college, there's a big difference because in high school, you just show up. The, the golf course is set for the day. It's sort of normal play. In college, it's like, oh, the college kids are coming as the greenskeeper's over there rubbing his hands going, ha, 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 You know? Um, and so and then that ratchets up again when you're a pro. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and, and, you know, look, any of those LPGA players that, that you know and that you know, if they need some help with Division Three stuff, let us know. We'll, we got their back. <laughs> So Beth Ann, thank you very much for not only for coming on the podcast, but for the article. Um, it's, it's having a tremendous impact. If there's anything else we can do for you, the division three world, just let us know. Awesome. Well, I, I love college golf and, and I thank you for having me on and, and bravo to D three for, uh, for making the move. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you so much. Wow, what a great conversation. I want to thank Beth Ann Nichols for coming on the podcast. Uh, I never thought in a million years I could get somebody that, uh, that high up in the chain. Uh, if you don't subscribe to Golf Week already, please do so. It's, it's a great publication. It talks a lot about college golf. It does have some Division Three stuff in there. So uh, make sure you support the, the people who do a great job for us. Uh, as we look forward, uh, look for the next podcast to come out uh, after this weekend. Uh, we'll have a deep dive into the Jekyll Island tournament. And uh, it sounds like the D3 golf guys may be showing up in the Midwest for a little D3 golf tournament as well. So stay tuned for more details on that on Twitter. Until then, get them straight. Cheers. Cheers.